Folks, on the Pre-Rail podcast this week, we talked with Jeff Wickersham. Uh, we really dive into some difficult personal things that me and the family have gone through recently. Uh, Jeff is a best-selling author of Rise, Fight, Love, Repeat, Ignite the Morning Fire. He's a Tony Robbins award winner, a podcast host, a speaker and creator of the four-step morning fire methodology. Uh, he is on a current streak of like 1,800 straight days taking ice baths, 15 or 1,600 straight days of meditating. He's completed the, the David Goggins 4 by 4 by 48 mile run twice. This is a, a real, real leader, a real coach. Um, don't miss this episode. It's it's emotional. It's powerful. It's impactful. And he offers a 20-minute free session on there. So check it out. Pre-Real Podcast, Jeff Wickersham this week. Are you ready to bring your real estate game to the next level? My name is James Prendamano. I'm the CEO and founder of Pre-Real. And over the past 25 years, I've closed over a billion dollars in transactional real estate. Each week, I'm meeting with outstanding investors, high-performing individuals, and visionaries operating in the real estate space. These are the people that are actually out there in the real estate game right now getting it done. This podcast aims at bringing anyone's game to the next level. This is the Pre-Real Podcast. Jeff, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. I'm so excited to have this conversation, man. James, thanks for, uh, thanks for having me, and I'm excited as well. So uh, you don't wake up and just become a mental toughness and peak performance coach, right? Uh, everybody has a story. Everybody has a journey. Uh, your story hit home for me um, on a personal level. And I was wondering if, if we could start there. Absolutely. And it was nearly eight years ago where I watched my mom take her last breath, right? So she battled breast cancer on and off for 17 years. It came back a couple of times. And when you watch the woman that brought you into this world, leave this world, it fundamentally changes you, right? The fragility of life smacks you upside the head with that, that two by four processing that, that deep searing pain, something that loss that I, I just never had experienced at that depth. And with such a ferociousness, right, of, of losing my mother, not being able to give her a kiss or give her a hug any longer. And, you know, that, that was the catalyst looking back now for the change. And I was tested right after she passed and I didn't know it then, but looking back now, I definitely was after she passed, she passed on a Sunday and we got the second and crew of the funeral home service. And it was a couple of gentlemen in their late seventies, early eighties. I'm the oldest of three kids. I've got a younger brother, younger sister. And I was kind of thrust into that lead, right? Calling people, letting them know that, that my mom had passed. And then I saw concern on these two older gentlemen's faces. And I asked them what was going on. And they said, we don't know if we can carry, carry your mother down the steps, right? They were preparing her. I said, I got it. Just let me ask my brother. So that night after she passed, I was already tested. Would I stand up and would I lead? And that night, my brother and I carried my mom down the steps in the body bag and, and put her there. And, you know, that was the, the moment I pull power from now and pull that energy from. But it was a deep, uh, deep, dark period in my life for sure. 
So, so many of us have these moments, um, not necessarily as impactful or personal or profound as that specific experience you described, but we all have our um, baggage, our emotions, the things that we're dealing with every day. And there are a lot of systems and platforms and um, programs and apps and you name it, right? That talk about taking that step to uh, turn things around and, and to get on the, the right path and unlock that beast inside, if you will. Um, but I feel like you can you can take all the systems in the world and if you don't put them on a proper foundation, if you don't if you're not right here, none of it matters. I mean, literally almost none of it matters. So how do you address that piece? And does your program work at getting this piece right to take the next steps? Or is your program starting at once you've gotten right between the ears, now here's how you become an elite performer? Where does your program start and stop, I guess? Yeah, it starts with the foundation. And I feel the the foundation is bookending your days, right? What's that last 30 minutes of the day look like? How do you prepare for success? And then what's that first 30 minutes of the day look like? If you can control your bookends, you have some semblance of control in an otherwise chaotic world, right? And, and let's not kid ourselves that six inches in between our ears, the battle in our mind, it's never ending. It's always going to be there. And we, we can stack good days after good days, but we're, we're going to have days where we have dips. And, and if you can control those bookends, that last 30 minutes, first 30 minutes, you have some semblance of control and you feel less depressed, less anxious, less stressed because you know, hey, everything in the middle I can take care of because I've got this foundation of what I do to prepare for a great night's sleep. And then how do I stack wins, gain momentum and progress in the morning? So how do you how do you do that? Like what what's the what's the first set of steps? So um, depending on who you know you're citing and what study you're reading, they say that creating a habit takes anywhere from a few weeks to 60, 70 days, right? Somewhere mm -hmm. in between there. Um, and breaking a habit, and then replacing it with an, a new habit. Those are two separate instances from, from uh, what I, I understand. There's not breaking a habit and replacing the habit. You can't meld them together. These are two separate and distinct things. And I, I feel like we're in a, a world where COVID, um, COVID did a lot of things that not many folks are, are talking about, right? Like the they broke the old habits. Some of them were good habits, Jeff, right? Mm -hmm. Like a lot of us were in a routine and we were getting up in the morning and we were, you know, doing the things we needed to do to get ready to go hit the day. And, and there mm -hmm. was, there's a benefit to, to uh, there's an immense benefit to that, in my opinion. And it, it went on so long that they then created new habits for us that were kind of thrust upon us that I don't think we recognized in the moment what 
what was happening. And now that this stuff is rolling back, there's a lot of confusion. There's a lot of fear. People feel lost and they don't quite understand why they can't get up and just return to work and get back in that pattern and go there. This is a process, right? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I would, I would agree with you hundred percent. I mean, I remember when COVID hit and people kept asking me, are you still getting up at 5 a.m. and doing your, your morning fire routine? I said, absolutely. They said, why? Why You could sleep in. I said, it's a slippery slope when you start down that path. And to your point, James, a lot of people started getting away from those things that lit them up physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And then two years went by and now they're trying to dig out of it. And it's it takes so much willpower. It takes so much energy. It takes so much focus to get moving once you've fallen off that proverbial cliff. And, and now you got to climb back up that mountain. It's it's very difficult. So, you know, that's why I have a saying that I say never miss twice, right? You can miss one day, but never miss twice because if you miss once, that that train is still rolling down the tracks, right? There's still momentum. You can hop back on and get going. But you miss two days, two becomes four, becomes a week, becomes a month, a year, two years with COVID. And then you, you don't even know where to start and begin because there's such a mountain, tall mountain for you to climb. Can you speak a little bit about your meditation streak and your ice bath or cold plunge streak? Yeah, so I've uh, meditation. It's it's now one thousand eight hundred and seven straight days, so almost five years with ten minutes a day, and I do it every every morning, and that's one of the staples. That three things I do every day, regardless if I'm traveling on vacation or camping with the family. It's drinking water, exercise, and meditation. Those three things. I get those three things when I'm getting up in the morning. I'm going to have a fantastic day, right? I have some semblance of control and I have three wins. So uh, that's one is, is the meditation. And I always thought meditation was very woo-woo-ish, right? A, a bald monk sitting on the side of a mountain with snow <laughs> coming down. He's there for three days. No, it's, it's just sitting there and it's breathing. It's focusing on your breath. I mean, you can count in six count. I love to count in six counts two second hold and seven seconds out. That's 15 seconds. You do that four times, you got a minute of meditation and you're counting. So you're actually focused on the breath and you're not focused on something else external. So that's been a game changer. It's given me some, some control of, of my mind. And you pair that then with the other thing you had alluded to, ice baths, cold showers. I, I, it's, it's winter time now in the Northeast where I'm going to be getting out and doing some cold walks where I go hat, gloves, shorts, and just shoes, nothing else. And it, 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 it's my system, you know, invigorated, getting into the cold, getting out of that comfort that we're in so many times each day, that 67 to 73 degrees. You talk about a mental rep, right? We, we hit the physical gym many times. We never hit that mindset gym. Stepping into that cold when your mind's telling you, you are a freaking nut. What are you doing? No way. And you can say, mind, we're going. You're either with us or you're not. When you start to wield and consistently tell your mind, hey, this is what's happening. Help me. Don't stop me. Then there's some, some amazing power to, to getting those mindset reps in each day. Now, do, is there grace afforded for 
Yeah. What if you're sick? What if you have the flu? What, right. The excuses start to stack up as, as I think about something like this. Uh, how do you account for those anomalies? I don't listen to them and I don't, I don't just give them any space in my mind. Right. I, I, uh, my wife, the, the family, my two sons were sick a couple of weeks ago and she asked me and not so many words, I'll keep it PG. She's like, how are you feeling? I said, I don't freaking get sick. <laughs> and she kind of laughed and I haven't gotten sick in quite some time. That mindset, right? That mind body connection. Hey, okay. I'm not feeling that great. I go into the cold that boosts your immunity, right? There's these little things that we can do that we can sprinkle into our daily, daily routines that create this energy physically, mentally, our health. There are small little things that we can do that so many times people aren't tapping into. Getting into the cold, it boosts your immune system, right? You get, you get, uh, you know, your veins constrict and then they expand. You're almost giving your veins a workout. It, it helps with your skin. It helps with your circulation. All these things that people hear, you get, you, you take cold showers. Yeah, why not? I want to live the best version of Jeff that I possibly can. Then I got to push myself out, out of that comfort zone. That cold is one way to, to do that. And I will say, when you put that natural stress on yourself, you actually step into it, you're then more equipped to handle the stress that comes your way from life, right? And you, you're, you pair that meditation with the cold, things that come up, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm calm, I can deal with it, right? I've, I've, my, I've triggered my body into fight or flight. And I've breathed through it, right? I've, I've remained calm in the cold. I've remained calm through meditation. So those are just two powerful practices that I love to stay consistent and, and have given me you know, a, lot of, a lot of mental power, power and clarity to, to operate from. Uh, I, would, I would think that this becomes habitual. I would think that it's a learned behavior and it's, it's conscious initially, but then I would think it becomes part of the subconscious that your brain is like, oh, this ain't shit. Like I, I, I ran for 30 minutes today in 12 degree weather with the hat and gloves on like a nut. I could certainly handle this, right? Is that part of how this evolves? Yes. Then, then you're pulling from your past experiences, right? Your past strength. And that's a habit to get into pulling from your past strengths, right? How many times do we beat ourselves up with a hammer, right? Over and over again for what we didn't do or didn't do yesterday where, Imagine if you flip that and say, wait a second, I watched my mom pass. I carried her body down the steps in a butt. Like, I can get through that shit today. Are you kidding me? That's a joke. Let's go. Like, step into it, bring it on and have that mentality. It's, it's, it's changing that mindset of strength, courage, confidence versus, holy crap, this is another thing I got to do today. I'm a victim. I'm, I'm, I can't do it. So you feed that positive dog, you do things to get out of your comfort zone. All of a sudden you have this, this incredible energy and you can, you can push through those, those bad times or those difficult times. And you said it, James, we're all going to have them. The key is how quickly can you bounce back? And so many times people stay in that rut for days, weeks, months, where if you had something, all of a sudden you're pulled from some strength. Maybe you change your state, move the body, got into the cold and you are back within 10 minutes. Imagine how much better life would be for you. What can someone expect um, at the morning fire? What, what, what is it that, that you know, I, I could expect, for, for example, if I wanted to take this step? What, what would my experience look like? 
three main things that I bring to every coaching arrangement relationship that I have energy, accountability, consistency. You add those three things into each and every day, there is going to be such a rise in your performance personally and professionally. You're going to step into that greatest version of you. You're going to close that gap between your potential and, and where you're at right, right now, right? And that's the game is, is just closing that gap. We'll never get there to our true potential, right? And, and that's so hard for people to actually realize. And it was a struggle for me for years after I left corporate America is just thinking I'll get there. And to your point, it'll be a white sandy beach and my toes will be in this crystal blue ocean and I won't have to do anything. That's not the case, right? You'll never be exonerated from the work. You're going to have pain in life. There's going to be uncertainty. But when you have someone or you have a guide, a coach, a mentor, a cheerleader that's saying, hey, James, get up, attack the day. Every single day, you have somebody in your corner. It's amazingly powerful. I always say, you know, as adults, we're, we're always guided. We're mentored as we're younger with parents, teachers, coaches. And then we leave college and it's like you're released to the wild and you don't have anything. And people, no wonder why people drift, getting the stupid shit. Listen, I have my life. It's, it's been painful financially. It's been painful in relationships, personally. But energy, consistency, and accountability, bring in your, your best energy to every single day. People always struggle with time, the amount of time they have. Well, if you're given shitty energy, if your energy level is at a five between 10 being the best and, and one, yeah, you're going to struggle with time because you're not putting enough energy into what you're looking to accomplish. So that's number one, dialing that in. Two, consistency, doing it day in and day out, right? Consistency is that gross multiplier. You can have focus, you can have time, you can have energy. And the underneath in between those parentheses and outside is consistency, doing it over and over again. The issue is, and I love Simon Sinek, right? Consistency is more important than intensity, but we don't stay consistent because we don't know when we'll be successful. But if you continue to be consistent, you'd eventually get there. We're just wired with this. Oh, I got to have six pack abs in six minutes mentality, right? So consistency and then accountability. How many times if you're listening to this podcast, if you said you're going to do something and you didn't freaking do it. I still struggle with it personally from time to time, but how many times if that's a habit that you just say you're going to do something and then you don't, maybe it's self-doubt, maybe it's fear, maybe it's uncertainty, that accountability of having somebody else say, hey, James, get this shit done today. Let's go check in when you got it. That's very powerful to get that momentum, get that progress and get that you know, truly stepping into to who you want to be. It, 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 I think I have my moment here. You know, it's easy. And part of what's come out of the COVID thing is everybody is a fucking coach. Everybody is, is know. you know, and and I'm, I'm working hard with my team to find the people who are doing what they're saying, not just saying it, right? Because yep. that is uh, equally, if not more dangerous when you're advising people and you haven't been there yourself and you haven't done it yourself, you can really, really do damage to someone who's vulnerable um, and looking for leadership. And then the fact that you've done these 1800 days of, of uh, the ice baths and 15 or 16 or whatever the number was now of, uh, of meditation, and you've done the four by four by 48 and you're, you're actually living it 
Um, timing is everything. Uh, I was looking forward to this episode and recent events had just put a giant spotlight on it. Uh, Jeff, I can't thank you enough. This was a, this was a great chat and you know, you're going to find me on that, that portal logging in for my free 20. <laughs> there you go. Love it, James, man. I, I appreciate your vulnerability and uh, it was amazing, amazing discussion, my man. I really appreciate it. Uh, Jeff Wickersham, everybody, as always, please stay safe. Mm -hmm.